everyone. Welcome to Attack to Talk, podcast where we talk all things Attack on Titan. And really this podcast started uh, because me and my two friends, who we will all introduce ourselves um, very shortly, but you know, we talked Attack on Titan so much and I just thought that it'd be such a great idea to just throw it into a podcast, you know, and structure it because we talk about the episodes so much. So with this podcast, we're just going to break down each episode um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, Attack on Titan is such an awesome anime. And uh, now what I want to do is just uh, really introduce my two friends, my two co-hosts. And um, starting off, I guess we can go with... Uh... <laughs> Hi, I'm Lexi. Um... I've been watching anime since I was in middle school, so I'm going on about a decade now of watching anime. And Attack on Titan uh, as an anime is really important to me because it's actually the first anime I have ever watched. Um, I was in like 6th or 7th grade, so I was probably around like 11 uh, when I watched and the first episode uh, just... I think we all know how hard the first episode hits and from then I was hooked and now I've been watching anime ever since and it's definitely in in my top animes for sure. I think that it is amazing if you haven't seen it, which I don't know why you're here. Yeah. Um, I think you should go watch all of it immediately. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, everyone. So we'll all say hi to Lex. Okay, now without further ado, I want to introduce my next friend. And uh, so my next friend is... Hi, I'm Zach. Um, I've seen quite a bit of anime. I've been watching it just like Lexi since like middle school, but I was really late to the Attack on Titan train. I probably watched it in like 2017, 2018 when it came out in 2013, so I was a little late. But out of all the anime I've seen, that was one of the first ones that really extenuated the gore and the blood splatter and just the real nitty gritty of it. And that kind of got me on the first episode so after yeah. that i got hooked on it just like everyone else here did so yeah definitely definitely enjoy talking about it with these guys a lot so i'm looking perfect. forward to this podcast perfect so let's all say hi to zach everyone all right cool <laughs> hi zach and uh now my name is aj and really attack on titan for me in my life would not have even began without lexi uh <laughs> she's one of the ones where uh, uh just really wanted to have me watch some anime and Attack on Titan really was like one of the first ones we watched and again just both to their point first episode just instantly <laughs> you are just like in the in just you're in the experience you know it just goes hard just so Zero quickly 100 real and quick that's one thing that I like about uh, animes you know is how you just really just get into the storyline immediately and the ride it just never stops um, so again, you know, we're just excited to do this podcast and, uh, for today, what we're going to talk about is actually going to be, um, episode one of the anime and get into my notes real quick. Um, yeah. So again, just a reminder to everyone, uh, we will be breaking down, talking about each episode. Uh, but we do want to warn you all that as we talk about the episode, um, we will be talking about spoilers, uh, limited spoilers, stuff like that. And um, please, please, again, I cannot stress enough, please watch Attack on Titan. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I would hate to be a reason why any of you are ever spoiled because it's such an amazing experience just watching it and seeing all the different plot twists, all the different storylines, and how it all plays out. So please just watch it. And then when you're all caught up, uh, come back to us. You know, come back to us and join in, in on our discussions. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm excited about this. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Be, just yeah. because we are going episode by episode does not mean everything in the episode we are recording will be correlating to, like, episode one. We will be exactly. touching on other episodes as well. Yeah. So especially at this yeah. early state, there will be more spoilers than not. So just oh, be yeah. wary of that. Please, please watch it. And um, I speak from experience. Uh, make your friends watch it, and they will yes, get hooked. Please. And maybe... You know, they'll get so hooked, you want to start a podcast? <laughs> yeah, you know, just one thing that makes experience just uh, such a great experience is as you watch it, you know, you really just want to talk about it. And again, that's how this podcast just was created. Um, and if you enjoy this podcast, please just um, tell your friends. You know, it'll be, um, you know, we'd be very grateful 
to have any kind of listeners, fans, anything, um, because really just what I love about even the Attack on Titan community and all the fans is just, uh, it, it's such a huge following, mm-hmm. and there's just such a strong, like, love for Attack on Titan. Um, so again, just thank you again for anybody listening, and uh, tell a friend, we'd appreciate it, and now without further ado, let's get into it. So here we go. All right. <laughs> And just like that, everything changed. This is Season 1, Episode 1, to you, in 2000 years, The Fall of Shiganshina, Part 1. Alright, so, (laughs) here we go. This episode, so, it starts off with our first look of scouts, right? We get to see these scouts, they're outside of the walls, and we come across our first look at these beasts that are out there called titans right so we don't know who these scouts are uh, well we do but <laughs> we get our first look we have no idea who they are and uh we really get a first look of how just scary and fierce that these you know titans are right yeah. we get to see them in their odm gear and stuff and uh you know they're getting ready to attack this titan yeah. which they go ahead and ask scouts they protect the walls, right? So they go out and they venture off to kill any Titans that would potentially even get close to the wall, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to ask both of you guys real quick, um, just thoughts on like that first kind of scene where you're like, all right, cool, like who are these people or whatever, you know, like, and then again, first look at the Titans, you know, so um, if you even kind of almost want to like think back mm-hmm. to like first time watching it, like even just like, whoa, like what in the world is that thing, you know? kind of first thoughts well at for first uh glance obviously i knew that the anime was oh it's attack on titan it's these like giant naked people i guess and you like you know kill them and it's it's really easy to underestimate the power of a titan when you see them especially the abnormals (laughs) and how funny they look how funny they act and then you realize very quickly that they are not to be made fun of. They are not to be messed with at all. They are no joke. They are not to be underestimated, uh, especially when you can see that um, the soldiers are, you know, fighting their hearts out yeah. against these, I mean, what are per- perceived as, like, these whatever giant naked people that eat you, like. And that is their, like, as a Titan, that's literally their only purpose is just to eat humans. Yeah. Right? They won't touch animals. They won't touch any other kind of form of life. It's just, my goal is to eat humans, you know? Yeah. yeah. So again, strange. Uh, Zach, do you want to go ahead and take it back yeah. on? Yeah. So I'd say my first impression, because like I said, I came into it late. I didn't know much going into it. All I'd say is when I first saw Titans, my first initial thought was, wow, they look like they are not the brightest creatures on <laughs> yeah. the planet. They have that dull blank stare they have no clothes all they have is just their body they don't even have some organs that are pretty vital to humans but my first thought when i saw the scouts was well oh they're riding horses so they don't have much tech they either they don't want to drive cars because they're loud maybe these guys pick up on noise and then one thing i also noticed as they got closer to the titan prepared to fight is they didn't have any guns they had no firearms it was just their odm gear and their swords and I was wondering, well, well do guns not work? Because they don't look like they're armored. They look like they're just flesh and blood. So I was like, well, we'll, we'll learn more getting into it. But my first impression was, wow, these big, tall, dumb things <laughs> yeah. don't get killed by bullets, apparently. And yeah. I guess we're way back in time when we didn't have cars or guns or anything. Yeah, but. the weaponry pretty much immediately shows the time period that Attack on Titan is set in. Yeah, it's definitely not modern by any means but yeah first impression titans are just tall and dumb yeah (laughs) goofy looking giant uh humans who want to eat other humans um okay so that's our first glance of the episode and as the episode continues on all of a sudden we get our first look at our main character our main character who is just sleeping under a nice tree (laughs) and uh all of a sudden this character whose name is aaron Start, we start to see these like memories these dreams right yeah. and these weird like kind of like scenes that kind of play out and just like weird orders they they all don't make sense mm-hmm. um and 
it's very strange right uh and then it's all like of a sudden weird fever dream nightmares yeah you know to the point where he wakes up and he doesn't really even like remember fully what the heck that like he doesn't understand obviously but he doesn't like remember them really yeah and mikasa who we also are introduced to um she wakes aaron up and aaron is like emotional mm-hmm. you know see tears and uh you know they're kids uh i would say do we remember what age range they're around right now like what like around um i think they're around they're like 11 teens, or, or like 12 or yeah it's around 11 12 years old um there I might think. be like an age you know kind of like a difference between yeah uh, i know characters. that mikasa is supposed to be like three years younger than Aaron. okay so although she's taller than him yeah <laughs> you and, know girls uh, grow faster as we guys. talk about uh the rest of this episode we'll get to a point about strong mikasa is uh but yeah so mikasa <laughs> notices Aaron, um and Aaron is welled up with emotion and again with no idea even why he's feeling this way and of course mikasa asks him crying and Aaron you know the little teen that he is like no yeah I'm not crying don't, yeah. don't tell no. anyone yeah don't tell anyone exactly um and Zach you brought up a good point mm-hmm. and we will discuss this later on in the episode but uh you know this is where the limited spoilers kind of come in okay yeah. uh, so we all know <laughs> so if you haven't seen it again <laughs> turn it off now go ahead and watch episode one you get a and... couple of seconds to get away before we before we ruin something for you yeah so Aaron has an ability later on, and he gets to become this titan. And Over at this point, <laughs> yeah, and at this point, he's not a titan yet. Yeah. He wasn't injected, you know, with the titan serum. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Zach had a great question. Yeah. Um, how in the world did he have these memories? These yeah weird you know like dreams right that all relate to like almost like future stuff yeah because like for those who don't know this is where the spoilers come in like if you are if you become a titan you get the memories of the past holders as well that were also that titan and the thing is he has these memories and looking looking back at the episode it looks like they were his own memories from the future which normally you only get memories from the past yeah, users. Because you don't memories, get to look at your own. Yeah, because yeah, the exactly. memories are of him seeing, uh, spoiler, him seeing his mom being eaten. Yeah, yeah. His memories are seeing like people dying, things that we know come in like, future seasons even. And he hasn't even become a titan or been injected or he's nowhere near that point. So there would be no reason why he has those memories. Exactly. So that's what my first notice was how does he have these memories if he hasn't even gotten anywhere near becoming a titan yet yeah yeah great question uh something that we'll talk about again uh as we end off this episode uh you know we'll just hypothesize as far as what we think you know uh, or why we think he might have these memories prior to him yeah prior to him being uh injected um okay and then uh as they continue on uh, what they were doing was they were, uh, I believe they were getting like firewood or something. Uh, yeah. Like supplies, like yeah. sticks. They're getting for their, firewood. For home. And uh, they're getting ready to, to head back home. And uh, we come across uh, some garrison soldiers, right? Soldiers who are supposed to be just kind of like uh, protecting the in- interior of the walls, you know, keeping order amongst the, uh, the people and stuff, right? And we get our f- first look at Hannes, who yeah. is a character that I like. Um, <laughs> yeah. As you continue watching, you'll, you'll understand why, but... Hanez is pretty much the uh, with his group of soldiers that are there, maybe like three of them, and and, uh, and then Hanez. Um, but yeah, he's kind of like the uh, the one kind of like in charge there. But his way of being in charge is a lot different than what you would think as a yeah. leader. Yeah. Uh, very nonchalant, very casual stuff. Uh, drinks. <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, so we notice that his soldiers are playing a game. Uh, and the game is, uh, do you remember what the game is called, Lex? Yeah, it's called Pinochle. <laughs> yeah. Pinochle. And, um, Which is a real game. It's yeah. a real game. Um, Hannes tells Aaron that, well, we were confused by this because he says it's hard work playing Sentry and Pinochle can only ease boredom for so long. Uh-huh. So, Sentry means uh, a soldier that is stationed to keep guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
or like control access to a place but we had no idea what pinochle was so i actually looked it up (laughs) and it's a real game it's a trick-taking game of cards probably invented by germans in the united states about the middle of the 10th century so i mean that all adds up yeah you know uh, for any of you who know how to play uh pinochle uh kudos to you because we had no idea <laughs> yeah, it was even a real game no existed yeah um yeah so uh obviously but i think soldiers... that's really interesting that they were that i mean the creators and everything were uh enough to say that it this is a game that was created by germans in the 10th century and everything because i mean we can see that uh and i mean the everything in the walls is very german-esque yeah like you could see very, that very it's... european like early like early european like pre yeah it's the same kind of like art style and everything from those early centuries yeah actually uh yeah uh, so again Shiganshina, uh this is actually the uh like home uh, location where uh aaron and mikasa live so um again uh for those who don't know yeah, Shiganshina is their home. Um, but yeah, based on an actual location, right? Mm-hmm. So crazy. Um, so these soldiers are clearly taking their job very serious. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Playing, yeah. games, Playing pinochle. You know, <laughs> drinking, you know, making sure that they protect uh, the walls, which are keeping uh, Titans out, you know, from getting into uh, all these people's homes and stuff and eating everybody. Um, and the Titans, again, they all vary in sizes. Some of them are extremely, you know, tall. Um, they go ahead and describe some of the tall ones as like 15 meters. Yeah, I think they go up to 15 for the most yeah. normal. Like the tall normal Titans go up to 15. And so vary in size. Uh, but these soldiers, you know, they don't seem to care. Aaron is yeah. pissed off that they're not taking their job serious. Of you know, course. he's yeah. like, what if there's an attack? What if, you know, this and that? And they're just like, attack. There hasn't been an attack in hundred years yeah 100. you know nobody's even come close just when you think it. about it a hundred years actually isn't that long yeah. <laughs> like it is you know obviously a long amount of years but I mean, in terms is... of like we haven't had a horrible detrimental attack in a hundred years and it's like well yeah. that's like actually in, in their whole lifetime they've still they a concern crisis yet and yeah thing, you know they yeah. haven't come across they, anything serious in their, they, they haven't com- personally experienced they've been in it. comfort their whole lives yeah. they're like oh nothing's gonna happen everyone says that nothing's gonna happen in my lifetime that hasn't happened already we're fine the only thing that i really that, that i know that they have encountered um as a people and something very severe and like killing everybody is actually like a uh, like a what is it like a epidemic right yeah i think yeah uh and that's something that you know uh we'll we'll get into later um but yeah they're just enjoying uh their job of just really uh not doing much uh because what is there to do why am i going to protect these people from titans because titans aren't going to get inside the wall you know so aaron is mad at them sure (laughs) sure bud you know so uh after that there was, there was one thing in that scene that I thought was really good from Aaron. Coming from, like, a preteen, he literally was like, oh, so we're just going to settle for being cattle our whole lives. True. Like, he's like, oh, so we're all just going to be sit here, yeah. sitting here in our little pen, not worrying, waiting for the next yeah. meal of the, the higher-ups. Very existentialism. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> little... it, it could be all just premonition that he has this weird inkling that something's going to happen, right? Because he had yeah. memories. Maybe those memories exactly. got him shocked. He was like, well, something's going to happen. We Even though he doesn't ready. necessarily remember. It's like when you actually have a dream in real life and you wake up and you're like, oh, you I had dream. a dream. Yeah. About what? I don't know. But you're left <laughs> with that uneasy feeling. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're like, you I know, know I had one. You're like, your body's about. telling you, like, almost screaming at you, like, oh, something's going to happen, you know? But they decide to go ahead and head back home, and as they're heading home again, uh, all of a sudden, uh, the bells ring. The bells, giant bell over in the town or the city where they're at, starts ringing, which means that these scouts who were outside the wall, who we saw to start this episode off, are coming back home. And everybody is excited, right? Everybody crowds together um, because hundreds of these soldiers uh, went outside the wall and as the crowds are all waiting in anticipation, the scouts come in and they notice that there's like 20 of them, maybe. You know, um, they a are small group of them. Definitely beaten. A lot bruised. of them injured, like really mm-hmm. badly injured too. And yeah, oh yeah, it's like severely injured. Um, people in this village are speaking, you know, amongst themselves, like, oh, this is where all our tax money goes. Just, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my gosh, look at them. Getting like, a lot of slack from the community. 
yeah, like, there were so many of them. Why were they coming back, you know? And uh, why are there only so little of them and stuff? Not understanding what is outside yeah. of the walls. Not understanding Because the, they've never... The people in these walls who aren't soldiers have never... I don't even know if they know what a Titan even looks like. Now, they're... I can probably guarantee you that they have no idea what a Titan looks like. Um, they probably, probably like, oh, they they've probably only heard that, about Oh, it. it's just a myth. Yeah, they probably <laughs> There's heard. definitely people out there that the were like... Conspiracy yeah, the conspiracy yeah, theorists. They've probably only seen it in like schools or like from exist. stories from others who have told them yeah. about it. They haven't really experienced School stuff, it maybe. Like yeah. those old folks' tales or those old wives' tales, whatever. And in through Folklore. schooling, they might, you know, have like in their like history books a quick little kind of like whatever talk about him uh, type stuff. But yeah. again, you know, if I don't see it, is it real? You know, yeah, type of thing. Course. Are they really doing their job? What are they really doing outside? You know, stuff like that. And then one of the soldiers, um, soldier's name is uh, is Moses. His mom comes over to speak to uh, the commander, and um, his mother is asking to see her son. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Here's your son, and all they have left of the son is literally like his hand, like yeah. his forearm. It's like forearm yeah, the forearm down, wrapped up in a cloth. Like oh, here, like, here's, here's what's all left. we were able to get, you know, from your son. And how uh, do you even tell if it's his? You could just grab any arm. True. Good point. <laughs> it's probably, maybe maybe that's what they did. I know. They could just be like knocked one off the ground. Uh, on the what if they just have like a, a separate just limb just yeah. in case anyone's mom comes up and asks for them give them this give them this um but the mom obviously um you know becomes very upset sad and the only thing that she can hold on to is the thought that his death his sacrifice um meant something and just gave humanity a better chance at you know just beating these types. yeah right they have a chance that they found something outside the walls that's worth out for but the commander and the commander is uh his name is keith we'll talk more about keith uh later on but keith tells her that he was brave he was uh, a good soldier but his sacrifice meant nothing and all of a sudden commander he starts being overwhelmed with this emotion almost like this guilt right that he is sending his soldiers that he is leading out to these walls and they are dying like gruesome deaths and they are not even getting close to defeating these titans saving humanity however you want to say it um and he goes and he just gets into this full-on like emotional rant that he feels terrible and that all of their deaths mean nothing yeah right mm-hmm. and uh, that's in that episode you notice it, it's a very powerful moment and you get like really your first kind of grasped at like what these soldiers are going through mm-hmm. right what they're having to deal with what these titans really kind of bring and stuff and uh again what you guys are talking about with the limited supplies right yeah with the limited weaponry uh really just with these swords you know and really their chance of surviving isn't very good uh they have to be obviously very skilled but the, this commander yeah is, for, as, for as dumb as these titans are they still can do a number on anyone just by brute yeah. force yeah you don't know? underestimate the titans and they only have a certain weak spot okay and it's something where if you're not like trained then really you know, mm-hmm. you're, 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 they literally mentioned later on that if you're off by like an inch, you're not doing the damage you yeah. need to do. Yeah, or even if you get it and it's not deep enough, you're not doing anything. And you just become fodder. You just become Titan yeah. freaking mule, you know? So, um, super emotional moments uh, again. Yeah, I think this of, is very impactful. I mean, not just like how the public of Shinganshina see the, the soldiers, you know, they don't have that as much respect uh i i feel like they would have they had when they left coming back with so little, little people but even like you can see when aaron goes because aaron he wants to be a soldier he wants to be yeah, one of those that yeah. goes outside the walls he he goes up and he gets on a box to see over all the crowd and everything and he's smiling and as soon as he actually sees like 
the damage that has been done to these soldiers, not only physically, but psychologically, his smile disappears and he, I feel like he just sees a whole new respect for them. And to the point where he's like telling off grown adults that are talking badly about the soldiers. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing with all the chatter going out about, um, you know, soldiers not doing their jobs and stuff like that, having no idea what in the world they're even dealing with. Yeah, Aaron definitely takes offense to that. You know, Aaron definitely, um, Aaron, you find out very quickly, is very determined. He is a fighter. Yeah. And very hard headed. Exactly. Yeah. And he gets pissed off when these people start speaking down on these soldiers who are risking their lives, right? And he, at one point, he even, like, I, I, I don't know if you mentioned it, but uh, he doesn't he hit somebody? Yeah. Like, a grown he, man in the back of the head with one of his freaking firewood logs. Yeah, he hits him with a stick. Yeah. Because he was saying how, like, this is where our tax money is going. He just yeah. gets smacked in the back of the head with a stick. <laughs> he hits this dude in the back of the head with a freaking firewood log. Um, and then Mika says to save Aaron. Uh, yeah. They drag course. him out of that whole altercation and stuff. And they end up going back home. Um, we get to meet his parents, his mom, Carla, and his father, uh, Grisha. Mm-hmm. And uh, his father is uh, a doctor. A doctor that travels. He goes and he uh, meets with patients. And uh, so, yeah, he's, he's a very busy man. Um, and then Mika's uh, spoils Aaron's dream. Yeah. He tells... Yeah. Uh, what a snitch, dude. <laughs> Aaron wants to be a scout. And Aaron is like, dude, what in the world? Why yeah. Did... Way to keep a secret. Yeah. And uh, really, mother Mika's doesn't up. take too kindly to that one. Oh, no. Mom yeah. instantly uh, just Being yelling. Being mother, overprotective. You know, of course. Get that stupid idea out of your head. You know, and because she has to have this idea of what these scouts are dealing with, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, doesn't she literally tell him, like, no son of mine is going to be fodder yeah. yeah so her idea of a her conception of a soldier of a scout of a scout yeah, yeah a scout. is that they're just out getting eaten by yeah, titans that, that no they are no match them. and they're just being eaten yeah that she sees no point in them that they her just go perception out. of it they yeah. just go out in order to look at the world and die out there so Aaron is pissed off again <laughs> yeah mika says it would be a common theme <laughs> much like uh Aaron's mom, uh, Mikasa doesn't want to lose Aaron. You know, she doesn't want to to see him go out there and just become, you know, Titan fodder. Um, and then, the, you know, Grisha, the father, is just like, "All right, I'm gonna go on this two-day doctor visit." And you know, Aaron's mom's like, "Well, aren't you gonna tell him not to be a scout? Yeah, aren't you yeah. gonna scold him?" She literally says. Why aren't you going to scold him? And Grish is kind of like, oh, you know, he's just a, a boy, you know, whatever, this and that. And then uh, at that moment, Grisha, there's like a, a moment where uh, I can't remember exactly what he says. Aaron says something to him. Something happens. Something about his determination to be a scout and that he, he has hope for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, yeah, perfect. And, uh, and then Grisha really notices that. And then he changes before he leaves and he tells Aaron. Tells him to be good. And if you're good, he's going to show you. I will show you what I've been doing in the cellar. Yeah. And the cellar is this. With that with that the key, key necklace. Hand. Yeah. So um, the cellar is a. It's the, it's the place where Grisha, as a doctor, he goes and he does all of his work. It's his lab. It's his and um, laboratory. would never allow anybody into this the cellar. And by telling Aaron that, Aaron is instantly intrigued. And he will be on his best behavior right <laughs> yeah it's now the he's the same like, thing if you tell a child if you behave i'll give you a cookie yeah. they go cookie yeah he's Hello. like oh wait really you okay. seller laboratory really? i have to be good now one thing i wanted to touch on too before we move on from grisha is that i don't know if you guys caught this but as they were coming in they meet hanez earlier hanez literally brings up the fact that grisha is the one who helped save them from the plane yeah yeah so this is someone who is highly intelligent grisha is an intelligent man who literally was able to single-handedly help create a cure for the plague in that era. I know, yeah. as we mentioned earlier, it's not as advanced as what most people think. No. Yeah. They still don't even have cars, they don't have firearms, but he was still able to take what they had and create a cure for the plague. So Grisha is definitely a man to keep in mind throughout this entire thing. Yeah. Definitely. And I know Hanes definitely holds a special place in his heart for Grisha because Grisha really, like, saved Hanes' family. 
and uh, Rachel was able to save so many people. So he, again, perfect. That's uh, it's awesome Town you hero. brought that up. Yeah, yeah, people see him as this uh, amazing hero, and, and and they're very you know thankful. The to celebrity have, doctor. Have Doctor <laughs> Grisha there. Um, so Grisha goes out on the road again to uh, save more people, and then uh, then Mikasa. Well, actually, um, Aaron's mom like pulls Mikasa aside and just tells Mikasa to promise to just protect Aaron. Mm-hmm. Right. So very serious tone. Like that is her now one yeah. and only goal is to protect Aaron. Yeah, which Carla obviously doesn't believe that Aaron's gonna be on his best behavior. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Considering um, that even after Grisha left, they still had a little bit of an argument, so much so that he ran away. Yeah. He just stormed off. And that's when, you know, she grabbed Mikasa. So at the moment, uh, we go to another location over in Shiganshina and we get to meet another character. A little sweet character. <laughs> a little blonde character named Armin. A super intelligent kid. And unfortunately, like kids who are much smarter than other kids, the bigger, dumber kids don't like that. You know, yeah. you're smarter than me, so I'm gonna go ahead and bully you and beat you up, right? Yeah. And so, uh, what Armin was doing was he was talking about beyond the wall, yeah. beyond the wall, the and uh, that comes with it. Yeah. And these bullies started beating him up. But so instilled from a young age that they are not to look at or even dream about leaving the wall. Yeah. And that's all yeah. Armin's forbidden talk. Right? And Armin's thinking, what could yeah. be out there? And imagine all that we could gain from expanding and seeing what's out there what resources we could find yeah. and they're all like no mommy said no because armin literally says like that humanity's uh what was it future lays beyond the walls there's no yeah. hope for us in these walls yeah because like aaron even mentioned that yeah, you know they're just if they just continue to live in inside the walls you know they're just cattle mm-hmm. yeah right? literally they're just cattle they're just stuck them the as like 10 year 10 11 year olds are able to fathom the, these ideas is astonishing to yeah, me you know they're just kids the with uh, of the youth. yeah exactly um and armin is not the type to just try to run away you know he uh armin is smart but he's also you know he's also a brave kid too and uh he realizes that if he runs away you know then essentially they win yeah you know so he stands his ground uh unfortunately he gets beaten up but his friends show up to go ahead and save him um we end up seeing aaron leading the charge they notice aaron and these bullies are like all right let's go all yeah. right let's, let's <laughs> but then time to beat up jaeger again and then they see who's running behind him and it's mikasa and oh, she's like, oh, with crap. him that sulky little the little <laughs> ninja yeah. sprint yeah the ninja sprint and then these boys are like oh uh, uh, never mind she's with him uh let's Run. go let's get out of here and Aaron, of course, thinks, that's right, you better run, you know? Like, oh, they were so <laughs> afraid of me. The first idea of who the real muscle of Who is actually, is. yeah. Yeah. Threatening. Um, they end up running away, and then we get to see the three friends together talking about, you know, different stuff outside the walls. And uh, I, I have here in my notes, um, I have here this quote that Armin said, and it says, the walls can't hold forever. It's only a matter of time. Right. And as they talk about that, <laughs> just the timing. Boom. Yeah. Nice Instant, job. like crazy, <laughs> like people think it's an earthquake. People think what in the world is that sound? All we see is that giant, soon-to-be iconic yellow bolt of lightning striking down. Yeah, and again, everybody is just crowding yeah. to see what in the world it is, and they see just on top of the wall just a damage with smoke right and then the walls the walls are what 50 meters mm-hmm. yeah you know? so the walls as we talked about earlier the tall titans that people i guess are somewhat aware of the scouts at least are aware of are like 15 meters yeah uh the walls are 50 yeah like five zero which is so that takes like three and a half of those 15 meter titans to to the top and as the smoke clears they see literally a titan's head like looking over the yeah. walls so this titan is is freaking huge yeah right and we see the back shot it's not like he's dangling off the top he is standing he's and just yeah over that wall so it's a giant freaking titan 
and uh you know this is a, uh, a spoiler uh, this titan is the colossal titan mm-hmm. uh it's a special titan which we will um come to find out we will find out more about this titan um as we continue on it's really uh, interesting to see size comparisons though because obviously you know like this titan's huge colossal titan but i think what is it the size in comparison to like a football field like if the colossal titan were to lay down on a modern football field he wouldn't even fill up the field no yeah he wouldn't um not even 100 yards but compared to you know everything that in comparison to seen, the other titans this is yeah this this titan is massive and this very titan ominous looking over the walls and then this titan decides to just kick a freaking huge hole into the wall yeah and what happens Titans, Get smaller in. Titans start making their way inside the wall, and, and everybody who was just, oh yeah, you know, hundred years, some nothing's happened, this and that, and people all, all you know, talking down on these uh, scouts. Take and stuff that, like that. Hanes. Guess what? Now uh, those garrison soldiers, it's time to do their job. You know, mm-hmm. those people. See how most of them are drunk. It's not looking good. Oh, I know. Uh, they're still playing. Uh, what is it? Pinochle? Pinochle. Pinochle. <laughs> um, and. It's just an all-out chaos, just people running yeah. away and stuff as they notice. Because you have to think for the first time. Yeah, I was gonna say that this is the first time anyone's. I mean, Outside these people has ever seen what they can do. I'm sure they are completely frozen, have no idea what to do, and you can see that. You can see that they are just Sheer frozen panic. by fear. Yeah. They don't know what to do. They're just trying to do anything they can do to survive. And it is not looking good. <laughs> and Armin is thinking, he even says out loud, like, this is it. This is where all humanity, you know, yeah. dies and stuff. We're all going to get eaten. And Aaron notices some of the rubble that was kicked literally from this t- colossal titan goes and, like, flies in the direction of his house. Mm-hmm. Right? And obviously his mother, Carla, is still there. And so Aaron runs that way, runs that direction. Uh, Mikasa obviously follows because she's going to go ahead and take a look too. She wants to protect Aaron. Yeah. Armin is like, where are you guys going? Got you. Hold on. Blah, blah, blah. And then um, now we see Aaron and Mikasa full on sprint, running home, making sure that their house is okay. They literally, like, Aaron's saying, right? He's like, like please, please, please. I'm going to turn the corner and everything's going to be fine. Please, you know. Everything's just going to be like normal. I'm going to turn the corner and the, the house, house will be there. going to be standing there just fine. House wasn't fine. Yeah. The house was Lo definitely and not fine. That house was uh, right pretty destroyed, and unfortunately, his mom was underneath all the rubble. Um, Aaron notices. Aaron goes and tries to lift up, just literally trying to lift up the entire like roof with rubble on with it. Everything on top of it. Yeah, as uh, his mom is, she has her like legs underneath it, right? Yeah, she says her legs have been crushed. And uh, Aaron just pleading for. Mikasa to help. They mm-hmm. both try, and then Titans start getting closer. And Carla just tells Aaron and Mikasa to go. Yeah. And again, Aaron's like, not listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, his mom is just screaming at him, "Just go, just go, just please, for once in your life, can you just listen to me?" Yeah, that's really not really something you want to hear your mom say when when she's gonna die. But I mean, yeah. Fair play to her. You know, she tells them <laughs> that even if you get me out, my legs are crushed. Yeah. You know, and Aaron, of course, is like, no, I'll, I'll carry you. This little 11-year-old yeah. boy. Yeah. Like um, twice his size. And then, here comes Hannes. Hannes comes in. Um, Hannes, he initially wants to save stress up with the utmost yeah. of confidence well when he runs up uh carla tells him like oh Hannes, thank goodness you're here yeah. take the kids and run the other way mm-hmm. yeah. and he's like oh you know like we're, yeah. we're trained Hannes. for this i'm a garrison Hannes is like carla please yeah like you don't think that i could do this yeah and then he you goes my training on a full-on just like soldier charge to this giant titan that has this big old smile on its face. <laughs> this is a smiling titan. Smile. You know, this is a, one of those taller titans, 15 meters. Um, He's got that Joker grin. Oh yeah, definitely a very Joker-esque smile to this titan. And it's just marching towards the house where, you know, Carla's underneath. Uh, Han is full on sprint towards the Titan and then abruptly stops. 
right? Just that pale look in his face, that cold, dead stare. As he was running to the tie, and he's literally telling himself, like, all right, here we go. Yeah, quick and easy. Yeah. Nothing fancy. Exactly. Let's get it done. And it stops. Sees Frozen this, by fear. Sees this Titan smiling at him. He's like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, I'm a soldier? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then he runs back. So a soldier's job is to protect the people. Let's get him out of here. Exactly. Yeah. Fight where we can run. You know, his, yeah. his mind was, was definitely changed. Uh, goes and he just picks up both Aaron and Mika's up. Starts running away just to save them, and uh, of course, know, Aaron is refusing. Yeah, well, Aaron's mom, Carla, just goes and uh, she's just like, Thank you, like, thank you, you know, almost like a sigh of relief that her, she you knows know, her that kids are gonna be safe, that they have a chance to survive. Mm-hmm. And you know, Aaron is obviously hysterical, he's you know, he's welled up with all the emotion, and then all of a sudden, that moment that like in attack on titan that legendary scene mm-hmm. where this smiling titan picks up aaron's mom as aaron is watching yeah and just goes exactly a little snap of i'm hoping that that, that killed bane. her instantly i hope so too she pulls I'm a bane on him and yeah. oh, but something brutal. that i want to add is that when she does get lifted up by this titan I mean, it could just be, you know, the Titan, like, squeezing her. Uh, but it looks like she's kicking her legs. So, I mean, sure. you I mean, could sure theorize by them, saying that, like, you know, she, she was claiming that her legs were broken so that her it, her kids would be more convinced to yeah. leave her and protect themselves. Um, or you could just, you know, be like, oh, legs are just dangling in the wind. Even you if know? her legs are broken, I'm sure she could still move them and struggle. Like, if you break your arm, you can still move your arm. It's just not yeah. going to be able to hold any pressure. I'm but sure she could I walk think that's on a, it. I think that's an interesting, like, analysis. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is we don't know really to the extent of how bad her legs were. I mean, she definitely was kicking her legs. Again, it could have just been her trying to plead with, you know, Aaron and Mika to just go. Mm-hmm. Leave me. I'm a lost cause. Or it could really be, like you said, uh, just her legs were definitely broken. But, you know, she was able like to kind of be like, able to walk. She could still put up a in that moment where she is like literally like being held by adrenaline you know like yeah you know she's trying to kick and get her way out of there yeah at that point broken legs don't matter yeah well (laughs) i'll break them more if i get to live yeah legs weren't kicking anymore as soon as like no she was doing the matrix she was bent all the way back we get that iconic scene of just the titan just eating aaron's mom Mm -hmm. and just blood the initial bite open mouth yeah, the initial no. fight with the blood splatter, and um, you mentioned that the blood splatter uh, looked like rose petals, which mm-hmm. I always thought it did too. I was like, wow, it's very symbolic. Yeah, it looks like just blood petals. Sad. It looks literally like yeah, like petals and stuff. Like it looks like know? it's floating in the air. And the way they slow it down, it looks like the petals are just kind of yeah. gliding through the air. Also, another thing too, in my notes here, I put, and I know you did too, Lux, but uh, mm-hmm. the soundtrack. Yeah. So good. The soundtrack it's is so amazing. amazing. Again, it's such an iconic, such a like sad scene, but the music is just it, it, it's without the soundtrack it would not have been as emotionally impactful as it was. Yeah. That is very much a necessity mm-hmm. for this and the music really brings out a lot of the emotional undertones yeah. that we've seen display. I think it complements all of these just amazing powerful scenes like perfectly. Aaron is watching it all um, and you know it's just as a kid you see can you imagine just seeing that? yeah I will say that you can see that while she's about like right before she actually gets bitten into Mikasa looks away and keeps running forward and then Hannes is obviously not looking he's running forward yeah. and Aaron is on his shoulder and Aaron is staring right at it Aaron is seeing all of this and you can see at right as she gets eaten like Aaron's like in a whole fate yeah he completely changes his whole demeanor he's no longer fighting uh obviously he can't save her anymore but you can see that something has changed in him and then the episode ends right and it ends just like how it started by saying just like that everything changed mm-hmm. and then you get that iconic to be continued which yeah. a lot of people hate yeah you know, <laughs> i very much so do good. yeah I very much hate the to be continued because i'm like why are we stopping yeah. i did want to add that i mean now that we you know we met armin um 
I didn't realize until hearing Armin talk more that the narrator is Armin's voice. Yeah. I don't know if that is same just voice the actor. voices, just, yeah, the voice actor just happens to be the same, or if that means something. Like, obviously, a lot of people like to theorize. Armin's the main character confirmed. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> yeah, well, like to theorize. Like, know, Armin is narrating one, it. Like, alive at this point and yeah. he's telling the story. Yeah, you a know. lot of people like to theorize that, saying, like, oh, Armin's just telling the story because he's the only one that lived and because Armin is the narrator. Yeah. And that we'll figure out once we get the end of season four. Yeah, because it's not... The anime isn't finished. No, the yeah. The manga is. The manga is. I'm this close to spoiling it all for myself. No. I'm not doing <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, I hope that, you know, you listeners, anybody listening, uh, enjoyed that. That was the end of... Season one, episode one of Attack on Titan. Um, and I kind of want to talk about again that question that we had early on. Mm-hmm. You know, about why Aaron was able to have those memories. I mean, does anybody even have like a theory as all, to why? All I've got is main character syndrome. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. Main character syndrome. Um, again, his dad is a scientist, so he may know things that, you know, we don't know. But as far as our knowledge, we only know that people that hold that Titan power can have those memories. And it's not like a... Like, I mean, I guess you could say, like, oh, well, he's related to Grisha. You know, he's got Grisha's blood, and Grisha is currently the attack Titan. So mm-hmm. he had... But we haven't seen anything like that ever. I will say this. The only thing that possibly stands out to me is that I think they touch on this recent seasons is that his titan in particular is the only one that can get memories of the future, future yeah, and the past yeah, exactly so because there are scenes a little bit of a spoiler but later on we get to meet one of the previous titans that is the same as aaron and he can see aaron's memories mm-hmm. that's such a weird scene isn't it that is yeah a very weird that one scene. is i'm excited he, for when we get to that he drops some names and his friend goes who are you talking about he goes I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who. That's such a weird feeling. Memories. Yeah, I'm excited for when we get to that episode. Yeah, um, that, I remember watching that and thinking like, what the, like, what the heck is yeah. going on here? I have Think about one, how he was feeling. I have one other theory, okay. but it is a very big spoiler. So I will save that for later. <laughs> okay. Because we, we, we have been spoiled ourselves for how some of it ends. Yeah. And that is part of my theory. But okay. I will spare you from that. We will touch on yeah, that Yeah, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Again, I feel like we covered so many spoilers <laughs> in this episode. You know, limited ones. Um, nothing too big. But again, with just Attack on Titan, um, the story is so amazing. The characters are just they're just such amazing characters. Uh, such strong characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one thing that I love about it. And there's just so a lot many, of development. Um, so, much, so much development and so many plot twists. You know, and Attack on Titan is just one of those animes where you watch it one time and you're like, wow, that's crazy. Whoa, whoa. And then you watch it a second time and you just continue you to catch find way more. Yeah. There's just... so much that is foreshadowed that may not even be in that season. Like, you can tell how just well created and developed this whole thing was. I mean, the memories are a perfect example of that. Yeah. Like I said, we get things that we know that we can see in future seasons, but those are shown in episode one. And that's crazy. We have no clue what those are at first, but once you get there, and you, you won't even remember it by the time you get to that season, but when you watch it back like we did, you'll be like, oh, the light bulb goes off. It's crazy. Very well thought out. So, um, I mean, and Attack on Time, my favorite anime. Um, you know, I love it. Uh, I, you know, watched it in well to the point where we're kind of caught up in season four like three four times and there's you know i played the, the video game you yeah know, i just started reading the manga and uh yeah i mean attack on time it's just it's amazing you know um has an amazing uh following of, of, of fans and stuff and for any for anybody who's listening um thank you first and foremost uh we really appreciate any support anything that we we get um, yeah, thank you guys. Again, this is just a podcast that we're um, excited just to do. Uh, the, this podcast is just three friends just talking about Attack on Titan and how much you know they enjoy it. And uh, again, you know, it was just created by us talking about uh, different episodes. We just thought it'd be a good idea to just kind of structure it into a podcast. Um, 
again i hope that um, you all enjoy it um if you like you know tell a friend um if you have anybody that you know who loves talking about attack on titan also like we do um you know maybe this is up their alley um and does anybody have any other kind of final points to make um before i kind of start plugging in some stuff no i think we're all good here plug away my friend yeah (laughs) so uh Again, you know, the podcast is called Attack to Talk. So we have a couple different uh, things that we wanted to kind of venture into, uh, just different stuff that uh, we thought would be a cool thing. So uh, kind of keep a lookout for uh, maybe a potential uh, YouTube channel. Uh, we would like to maybe try to get a simulcast here. So, um, you know, where we will record a podcast, but also, you know, record us so that, uh, you know, if you guys wanted to, you can see us. See um, our beautiful faces. Yeah, you know, just see us. And, and uh, again, just kind of the atmosphere we're in you know we're just in uh lexi's bedroom <laughs> and hey it's kind of just an intimate um little uh, location and it, uh, that's what i really want to get the point across it's just it's just like as if you were in the room with us just talking about um attack on time you know uh, just friends yeah. uh, mm-hmm. talking about a, uh, an amazing anime um and uh, i also want to plug uh we're going to be starting up uh, an, an instagram account um an instagram called uh, attack to talk Attack the Talk uh, podcast. Attack the Talk podcast. Yeah. So, um, you know, if that's something you guys are interested in, um, as we continue on with uh, certain kind of uh, things that we like to do, like a YouTube channel, you know, we'll go ahead and we'll make some clips. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll post those to uh, to Instagram. Uh, we'll also link and try to uh, promote our uh, podcast episodes. Um, and there's other things that maybe we have in mind that we want to want to do, like maybe uh, uh, make a TikTok uh, where we can also um, show clips. Yeah. Um, behind the scenes footage yeah you, just, you know just different <laughs> content little funny clips would be good um and do we have anything else that we really want to plug um if there was something in any of these episodes that we discussed that you think that we glossed over that can be discussed more please let us know we would love to hear your guys' feedback and I just love the Attack on Titan community in general and I would love you know to to build a little community here and would love to hear from you guys yeah uh like aj mentioned we'd love for this to be um like a you know more like an intimate thing where we hear from you guys we can respond to you guys and we would love to just make you feel like you're in the room with us yeah any any feedback would be nice even if it's just asking questions little tips and tricks that you guys have for us things you want to see or hear us talk about i'm we're all open to anything Exactly, and uh, again, if we ever get to a point where we start getting uh, feedback, we start getting messages, uh, different stuff, uh, I would, you know, that'd be awesome. I would love to make it um, just as, what's the word I'm thinking of, as uh, comforting as possible. Yeah, just having uh, just different kind of like, uh, you know, um, like feedback, but um, you know, just to be able to hear from any of you fans yeah. uh, would be awesome. And also, just again. It, I love learning new things about Attack on Titan, and so if some of you, some of you uh, noticed something on episode one that would blow my mind or anything you know and stuff that you guys uh, have seen, uh, tell us. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so with that, I think that will be the end of our first episode. Uh, so yeah, that ends the episode here, first episode of Attack on Attack Talk. Yeah. Um, and Ooh. we appreciate any of you listening. We hope that you uh, enjoy your time watching Attack on Titan, and uh, we love you all very much, and I'll let Zach say bye to everyone. Yeah. Later.